Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio, trying her best not to fall off the balance beam. And she didn't. (laughs) How'd Simone do last night? She did. She won the bronze medal in the balance beam, did return to the competition. I, I may be mistaken, but I think this may be the last event in the individual competition, which means her last event of the Olympics. But after sitting out for the entire, virtually the entire portion of the gymnastics meet because of problems that she had emotionally, she did come back, wins the bronze, third place in the balance beam, and hey, that's a very nice comeback, considering the fact that she's been through all the difficulties. That's, that is very well done. So uh, congratulations to her. So the uh, USA men's basketball team came back and played last night. Now, this is the knockout round. This is where you have to win or you're going home. Played Spain, the reigning world champions. USA had played Spain in Las Vegas in an exhibition match about two, two and a half or three weeks ago and beat them, beat Spain, and this time USA does beat Spain again. The American team is a little bit younger than the Spanish team, which has stayed together all these years. Haven't changed all that much. Spain's good. They're all NBA players. Ricky Rubio, Minnesota Timberwolves. He lit up the USA for 38 last year. Wow. But the USA has the better depth, the more all-star level depth, and they have Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. who may be, in my opinion, the best player in the world. He scored 29. USA wins it 95-81. to And what that does is send the USA basketball team into the semifinals. They'll play either Argentina or Australia. And USA has played both of them in exhibition. Ran Argentina out of the ballpark. Yeah, I was like, I want to face Argentina. <laughs> yeah, Argentina's your choice. It's not going to happen. They'll play Australia. Australia's very good, and they beat the USA in Las Vegas. I and remember. They're, they're good. They're very good. They're all also all NBA players, and they know how to play. They've been together as a team for a while. I still think the USA has the best individuals in this competition, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, that happened, and then a magnificent, and I do mean this in, in all fairness, great 400-meter hurdle race for the men. It was won by a guy named Karsten Warholm from Norway, He's the world record holder, and he broke the world record in winning the gold medal. Under 46 seconds. The runner-up, Raj Benjamin from the USA, also broke the world record, finishing in second place. Oh. It was a tremendous race. Uh, but those that's what the Olympics is all about. That's what you see, that level of competition, and that's what makes it so good. Man, so uh, let's talk about U.S. baseball. How are they doing right now? Well, they lost yesterday to Japan 7-6 to in 10 innings. Now, the USA Baseball is being operated a little bit differently. It's, it's not officially one of the Olympic sports. It was made that because of Japan. Mm-hmm. And home nation has the opportunity to bring in whatever special events they want, and they did want baseball. That's their passion over there. Japan beat USA 7-6 to in 10 innings. This is double elimination which means the USA can still win the gold, but they have to win everything from here on in. They can't afford another loss or out of it if that does happen. So they'll play again probably late tomorrow night. We'll have to wait and see how it breaks down. They're going to play either the Australian team, which is very good, or I believe Israel, but I'm not sure of that. We'll have to see how that breaks down. But it's not over yet for the USA, uh, especially in their quest for gold, and we'll see what happens. Women's team also into the knockout round plays tonight, very late tonight, early tomorrow in our time. It's 
afternoon in Tokyo. And the USA will play Australia. The Australian team beat the USA in Las Vegas. One of the ladies' very rare losses. Has happened. See what happens tonight. Good luck, Team USA. It's hard to win out in baseball. It's a very tough thing to do. So, I'm glad I'm not an Indianapolis Colts fan right now because, man, what the hell is going on with that organization? It was an injury that Carson Wentz, their quarterback who they got from the Philadelphia Eagles in the offseason, suffered a foot injury. Didn't really think it was all that serious, but it is. He's going to have to have surgery. Now, it isn't extensive surgery, but it's going to keep him out for 12 weeks. Well, that takes them into the season. So what are the Colts going to do? Well, they could have a make a deal for Nick Foles. I was getting ready to say, where's Foles, where's Foles at? Let's get him. Uh, he's third team with the Chicago Bears right now. They could get him, but they did sign yesterday Brent Hundley. Who is Brent Hundley? Well, he's the backup or was the backup to Kyler Murray with the Arizona Cardinals. Hundley played his college football at UCLA, did play a little bit in the NFL, has not had an extensive amount of time, but the Colts did get him. Maybe working him into the scheme, but they also be, might be considering a trade somewhere along the line. Dude, Nick Foles is going to be a cult for the end of the <laughs> week. So the Cardinals have a very tough and important series that begins tonight against the Atlanta Braves. Who's getting the start? John Lester, who the Cardinals got from the Washington Nationals just uh, last week at the trade deadline in exchange for Lane Thomas. Who is John Lester? Well, name sounds familiar because he's 37 years old, has been around in the big leagues for 16 years that heretofore has pitched against the Cardinals. Of course, he did so with the Boston Red Sox and with the Chicago Cubs and with the Washington Nationals. But the Cardinals got him and J.A. Happ from the Minnesota Twins. Pretty much, Mike, to be innings eaters. That's what they need. With some of their pitchers still sidelined by injuries, we'll talk more about that in a second. But they got these guys to take and get some three, four, five innings on the hill to start things out. It takes some time, gives the bullpen time to get rested, gives the offense time to put some runs on the board. That's what are called innings eaters, guys who can take up that time. Well, that's what Lester is, and that's what J.A. Happ will be. Lester's going to get the start tonight. He had an earned run average of over six for the Washington Nationals, and his record three wins and five losses. But the guy's 37 years old, an old pro, been around, may know how to be very crafty when it comes to pitching against the opposition. So we'll see what happens. Lester will get the start. Cardinals begin play tonight 10 games back of the Milwaukee Brewers. Cardinals didn't play last night, but the Brewers did, and Brewers won. That lopped another half game off the standings. So it's a 10-game margin, and the Cardinals have, I believe, 57 games to make that up. Yeah, they got a very short road, and they're going to have to pretty much be climbing up the entire way. Speaking of rehab, How's Flaherty doing? Flaherty had a rehab in Memphis and had it on a, two, on a Sunday night. Did pitch very rocky baseball in the first inning. Made 32 pitches. That's very uncommon for one inning to throw that many. Did, gave up two runs and four hits, but then settled down. And in the next two innings, he had 58 pitches in all. He's in a very strict pitch count. Uh, he did was able to shut down the Gwinnett team that he was playing. Gwinnett is the Atlanta Braves AAA farm team in Gwinnett, Georgia, which is just outside Atlanta. So Flaherty, the jury's still out, but it looks as though he's going to be fairly effective. But how long can he go on the hill? That's the question. Certainly not anywhere near the seven and eight innings that they were hoping for. He won't be able to do that. He's still rehabbing from the oblique muscle injury. But if he can give them another four or five or maybe six of very solid baseball, hey, that's what the Cardinals want. 
He's going to get, he being Flaherty, another rehab assignment on Friday, and then depending on what he does, he may be ready to come back. Uh, hopefully we need him big time. Like you said, 57 games, they need him back now. Um, he, but he's not the only one on the uh, Cardinals pitching staff that's rehabbing. There are some that are coming down here to Springfield. They are here tonight and uh, for probably the next several days. Miles Michaelis is one of them. He will get the start tonight for the Springfield Cardinals. Michaelis is not Flaherty, but Michaelis is certainly one of those guys who you can get out there and he'll come through with some pretty good pitchers at uh, pitching, I should say. He is one of these guys who nibbles at the corners and throws the off-speed pitches. He can really frustrate the batters. Miles Michaelis is recovering from a forearm strain and hopefully he'll be able to display his prowess again tonight and for maybe another start that he gets down here. The other is Daniel Ponce de Leon, who is a former Springfield Cardinal. He was down here for several, uh, well, I guess for one year, Mm -hmm. maybe in parts of another. But uh, Ponce de Leon is also recovering from shoulder problems. He'll be down here rehabbing as well out of the bullpen. So uh, we'll see a couple of the current Cardinals at least on display for the Springbirds, who are playing a little bit better. They are playing a little bit better, and if uh, the new additions to the pitching staff, at least for the week, can help them get wins, that's a good thing. Ned, you have a great Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow.